Welcome to the University of Adversity, where the only rules of the class is to hold your head up high and keep moving forward. Because when the going gets tough, the tough get going. And now, here's your host, Lance ECOs. What is going on, everybody? Wow, we've done it. 2019 has finally come to an end. I'm sitting here. What day is it today? You know, it's funny this time of year at Christmas and, and, and all that, you lose track of the days. I'm sitting here, it's almost 5 p.m. on December 29th, and I wanted to do this episode for you guys to kind of reflect on 2019 and just how, how much of an insane year this was. I don't know about you guys, but for me, so much happened. You know, and I remember looking at when 2018 was finishing and I was thinking that was a crazy year. But wow, it just goes to show you in one year what can happen. Now, there has been so many ups and downs of this year. But the way I've looked at it and the way things have unfolded, it's just been an incredible year in hindsight. We started off the year with, we launched this podcast at the end of December last year. I didn't know what I was doing. My partners at the time that were helping me with the show, we really didn't really know what we were doing. And I didn't know what to expect as far as the growth and, and, and even just, just what this thing would turn into. You know, at first I was thinking, oh yeah, I'm just going to record and all these people are going to listen. And that's not the case. Nobody listened at first. Nobody knew about it. It took so long, not long, but it took a while for me to gain traction because I know, and you guys may be out there maybe thinking the same thing, is that there's so many people doing a bunch of different things all the time and so many people quit, right? And then it's hard for you to take things seriously. And when it comes to the podcast game, we all go for the, the, big, the big fish, the Joe Rogans, the Tim Ferriss, Tom Bilio, all those guys because they're tried, tested, and true. Even myself, I've found myself now that I don't listen to a lot of different podcasts now. I pick a few. Aubrey Marcus is probably my favorite, Joe Rogan. And I just stick with those, Tom Bilio, depending on what I feel like, especially with this show and doing you know, personal development and inspiration. I, the last thing that I want to listen to is that. This is what I wanted to listen to when I needed that. But now that I've, I do this you know, pretty much on a daily basis, I like to listen to podcasts that are a little bit different you know, I could tune out and get different analogies, you know, spiritual, comedy, whatever that may be. I do love to hear a good inspirational story. That's why I did this in the first place. I love, I need, I love to inspire. That's the whole reason I did this. But when I listen to podcasts, I'm not always looking for that. But there are shows like Tom Bilio and other ones, Ed Milet, which I, I do. But it's, I, when you do inspiration all the time, you want something different. So as, as the year went on, I was, I was super blessed to get a lot of really good people out the gate. I got to thank my man, Nathan Ortega, in the beginning of the year. He set me up with a lot of people, a lot of big names that, that allowed me to have guests. I didn't know how to have guests, and I, wasn't, I didn't even know how to interview anybody. <laughs> he just, he, was, he, he saw, I guess, what I was doing, and you know, he's in the business of getting people on shows. And I, I just want to say thank you, brother, for, for all that because he got me some great names and some people right off the bat. So I got the ball rolling and I was, I was getting more confident. And to be honest, when I started U of A, I had no idea what I was, like I said, I had no idea how to interview. I literally would find out a, the bio 
of the person. And then I would just go, okay, well, what do I do here? And I would just read out the bio and then I'd kind of just wing it because I had no other way of doing it. I watched Joe Rogan and I watched some other podcasts like that. And I liked the organic feel of it, but I also wanted to have like a buildup, right? Build up into the episode, like, you know, explaining who they are and all that. So that's what I did. And then it kind of just rolled into it. I started to get more confident and I started to learn that being a listener is super important. It's one thing that I've lacked in my life. I always want to jump in and, and, and get my point across to people. And I've been working on that. But when you're in a podcast, when you're a host, you have to sit back and listen. And that was a huge thing for me was, was understanding that, okay, this person's listening. Where's this going to go? How am I going to take this? You got to make notes as you go. I learned that actually. I forget where I learned that from. I think I learned that from Jeremy Slate, another, another person that helped me a lot in the beginning of kind of understanding how podcasts work. And yeah, you want to be making notes while you go because the, the last thing you want to do is cut somebody off when they're mid-sentence to, to ask a question, right? So you want to make these notes because later on when the, when the sentence goes south or when, the, when it's time to kind of jump in, you have a point to go back to or, or somewhere to take the, the conversation, right? And what I also learned very quickly is, yes, it's very important to be prepared for an interview. Very important. But you can make all the questions you want. You, and if you do it correctly, this is just my opinion. This is my style of show and what I gravitate towards. I don't like scripted questions. I think a lot of shows have great structure that have really smart questions. For me, what I found is when I had all those structured questions ahead of time, I didn't end up, if I kept it organic, I wouldn't get to some of them. It's good to have them as like a baseline to be like, okay, I can ask them this and I want to ask them this. Or there's obviously there's some people you want to ask certain questions. That's your choice. But what I learned is that when you over-prepare, it's a great thing, but you're usually not going to go to all those questions. So I really learned to kind of learn how to listen and take that, take the conversation and be able to really highlight the guest. And that's what I really want to, I, I really want to make a point to you guys listening out there who have podcasts, who, who, who want to start one is that I personally believe it's about showcasing that person. And that's, that was kind of like my way of giving back to society because there was, it's hard sometimes to think about ways that you can be of service, especially when you're just learning and you're trying to become smarter by reading I felt there wasn't a lot of value at the time that I could offer. So I love the idea of taking somebody and really taking interest in what they're saying and really connecting with them, right? And I've talked about this before. I had a skill that I realized that I didn't know I had as much from all the years in, in being a bartender and having people come to the bar and be like, they'll be stone cold and they'll be rude. And then I used to love just by the end of the night cracking them. And then by the end of the night, they're high-fiving you, right? And I just learned to connect with people very quickly. And that's when podcasting, what I was like, one day I was like, oh shit, this is the same sort of thing. You know, because you got these big names coming in some days. And man, there was times like, I'll, I'll tell you guys, when I had some of the guests like Grant Cardone, I was fucking nervous. I was super nervous, obviously. And there's a lot of guests, not just him, that I was, I was nervous. And you just have to treat it like it's a, it's a challenge. It's like, what's the worst that can happen? And I love the fact that I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to do this. And then boom, you just, 
at first it can be a little awkward, but as soon as you find that thing that you connect with, it's like, boom, all right, we're on the, we're all the same there. You, you can't be putting people on pedestals because they can feed that they can feel that. And I just realized like we're all humans here. Okay. We're all humans. You're a little further ahead than I am. I get it. I respect you. I think you're great, but we're all humans. And I'm going to be there too one day. I'm just not as far ahead as you. And that's where you have to look at it. You know, we put these people on pedestals and that's what I learned as well down the road. I still get really nervous depending on if, if I didn't program myself properly, if I didn't go to the gym or whatever's happening with my nerves or my body will dictate how nervous I get my anxiety. If I'm dialed in, I'm taking care of my health. I've gone to for the gym. I'm drinking water. I'm feeling good. I've done all the things and kept all the promises with myself. Boom. I'm in the interview. I'm just flying. But there's been days where I'm like, Oh God, please, please, please go smooth. You know? So that was kind of the journey that I've kind of been on with this show. You guys, it's just been, I've learned so much about myself and I think the show has done well because I really set my intention for this to be powerful. This was the thing that I realized that was my thing. I finally found my thing that I could hone in on. I could be myself. I could really just, you know, have conversations, shit that matters. You know, I've had controversial conversations with people about certain topics. And that's been one thing that I've struggled with as well is because I really respect my fans or anybody that listens to the show who have different belief systems or different beliefs. And I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. That's, that's been tough for me. So it's been hard because I've been trying to be a people pleaser and, and, and kind of, you know, stay in that, not box, but like be able to be like, okay, I want to express this without hurting this. And sometimes like, you're not going to appeal to everybody every time, but as long as you, you, you realize that you're a good human and you have the right intentions, I think even people that believe in different things will see that, you know, and I think that's the key to being a good interviewer and, and a person in this light that has a platform like a podcast is that you're able to explore things that matter that maybe you don't agree with and you're able to talk about them yet you're still able to be kind of neutral as far as you know the the structure and of course everyone's got their opinions a lot of people have their opinions because of their past beliefs and because of a, you know things they watch or whatever that is so i found it challenging sometimes because I sometimes wanted to give more of my opinion, which maybe I will try and do. And I've talked about this before, but I've also been like, you know, what's the point? I'm not, I don't want to, you know, offend anybody because I want to, you know, get my, my point across. I just want to get the value out of the guest, give you my value and be able to still move on where everybody's like, okay, I see that. And as long as you just see the, the sides that, that we, that people talk about, that's important. It's important to have an open mind. And that has definitely opened up my mind in this, this journey so far. Right. So, so yeah, it's been one year guys. And I just want to say like, this is, I'm just so grateful for all of you listeners out there. Things are growing. Listenership has gone up. Downloads have gone up. You know, the quality of people that have come on the show is just, I look back and it just blows my mind. And I just want to thank you guys so much for everything, all the reviews, all the, all the, you know, the DMS I've gotten people tagging me in the stories about getting value. It truly fucking means the world to me. I want you to understand that. Like I, this is, this has been my baby and I, I really, I'm just so proud of it now. And I'm just so grateful that it's been able to help. Even if it helped one of you guys listening out there, one person that, that that's what I'm here to do is, is inspire you into 
allow you to get the insight from people kind of sneak behind the curtain and hear what it's like in some of these people's lives and how they got from A to B, you know, because a lot of people have gone through a lot of shit. And here's what I've learned. We're all, we're all alike. We're all the same. We all want to be loved. We want to, we want to love and be loved, right? We've all have a story. We've all been through shit, right? If you haven't, well, I mean, hopefully you don't. I don't want people to go through shit, but most people have, and they've learned to tell the story of how they took that, that adversity and they turned it into fuel to ignite what they want to do, right? In their life, to become the best version of themselves, right? Change the perspective on adversity to realize that even though it's like you, I've said this before, it feels like your worst enemy. It's actually your greatest ally. And having that perspective shift really changes things for people, especially when shit hits the fan in, in, especially in my own life, for example, I, when shit hits the fan, I'm like, fuck, this sucks. But then I'm like, I'm going to learn from this right now sucks, but tomorrow I'm going to be better. And it's going to go away. Eventually everything always goes away and works out. It's your perspective on it being what it is. It's, it's a gift. And I know it's hard to understand, but it, it's true. And what I've learned over the past, how many episodes do we have? Like we're almost, I think we're almost at like a hundred and almost at 150. I should know the exact tally. What are we at here? We're at 141. This one will be 143. And that's, that's crazy. So I've learned a lot. And the, why I'm saying this is that I've had 143 conversations. Actually, I have more in the back shelf too. That's not even all that's released. I've had that many times to learn from people and to really see the, the contrast of, of what it was from A to B. And the more you hear that, the more you realize, oh shit, this is the thing. We're all going through this journey together. We're all similar. We're all going to be faced with these things. But how do you deal with the shit that hits you? Hits you? Do you run away or do you lean into it? Right? You want to dance with it. I love the saying of dancing with adversity. Do the dance, just like a boxing match. You watch Muhammad Ali. It's a dance. It's like, all right, this, I may get hit, but when I get hit, how, how hard am I going to come back? And how, that's the thing. When you get hit, it's not how hard you get hit. It's how you come back after the hit, right? It's like, all right, I'm going to get hit no matter what. And we used to, this, this is kind of like when I used to play hockey and I get hockey fights or whatever. Sometimes, or even in boxing, you, got, you know you're going to take one, but the one that you take is going to give you a better shot, right? So you're going to come back with one. So that's kind of how life is, right? And that's really what I've learned. And I'm like, whenever I'm having a bad day, I'm like, fuck, this is actually teaching me something. So that's been the, the, the reflection on the year, you guys. Of, and, and any of you that have been with me from the start, it's, it's all about that. And there's been just so many lessons that I've come off conversation to just just vibrating at the highest level and just being so grateful that I get to speak to these people, you know? And, and now I've got to the point where people come to me and want to be on my show. And that's just like, wow, it's, it's crazy how things happen. So, so guys, I, I wanted to kind of talk about also some of the achievements that this show has had, and I'm not doing this to toot my own horn or anything. I just want to celebrate the wins. I really want to celebrate the wins and then I want to move on because doesn't matter what happened before doesn't matter anymore. I just want to, I want you guys to know the impact that the show has had on me and you. So, so you have for university of adversity this year, I've kind of gone through the kind of the top charts. I've taken screenshots of all the ones that it's, it's been consistent with, and we've been in the, the top 100 for a while. And so, the, so far 
the top U of A achievements. We hit number 83 in the USA, which is massive. We've like to hit in the States. Obviously you guys know the population there. It's tough to do. That's been our best spot. We've gone in and out of that. We're in the self-improvement category, which is like a, a more of a specific category. So we've been, our highest ranking is in that one, but it's also under the education. So we've hit the top 100 in the US in education as well as self-improvement. We hit number 13 in Canada on December 24th, which is massive. Like my goal was to hit top 20. And I didn't think that would happen in the first year. So we did it. Number 13, we hit number 14 in Australia, which is massive. Like number 29 in Japan, top 50 in Brazil, top 50 in Asia and in the UK. There's a bunch of countries there. I didn't write them all down, but I just want you to understand like how that th these things happen and how grateful I am that we hit those things, right? That's craziness to me. I didn't think that was going to be possible. I didn't think. I thought, oh yeah, I'm going to hit top 20. And I was like, yeah, well, how though? How long is that going to take, right? And, and we did it. I'm going to, I'm, my goal now is to be number one in self-improvement in Canada. That's my goal. And I want to stay there. I want to, I, I want to stay in the top 10. So let's make it happen, everybody. I just wanted to say thank you so much and, and let you know those achievements. Also, I thought you guys might be interested in as well is the top 10 most listened to episodes, which is surprising as well, but not at the same time. So let me just pull this up for one second. I want to, I want to just read something to you guys. Okay. So for top episodes, let me, let me do 10, 10 down. So coming in at number 10 was Jay Nixon, uncovering the tools to surpass your maximum potential. We just had him on. He's amazing. The guy's awesome. And he shared it like crazy. And that's a big thing guys as well as about with guests. When guests share your episodes, it's, it's, it's just, it changes things because it's like their whole audience is seeing it as well as yours. Right. So I just want to say, say thank you to Jay Nixon for that. It was a, it was a rocking episode. I loved it. So that was number 10. Number nine was Whitney Miller, understanding the science of intimacy and living your truth. She's the host of the true sex and wild love podcast. You guys may know her. She was, she was partners with Aubrey Marcus for a long time. They recently broke up, but are all really good friends. And she dropped some serious, serious value on the show. If you guys haven't heard that, please go check it out. Coming in at number eight was Matt Belair, Mastering the Mind, Body, and Spirit. This was, this was probably to date one of my favorite and most interesting episodes. We got into all kinds of shit, conspiracies and everything, <laughs> which was really cool. And he's just like an amazing, smart dude. So check out Matt Belair. Coming in at number seven, Shay Robottom, how to transform your life by shifting your mindset and adapting to change. Shay is like the queen of LinkedIn and content, right? Her videos have gone viral. She's amazing. She just, she has it. She, her, she's got some real awesome content that connects with people on a personal level. And we had a, we, we jammed, we had a great conversation and I'm super grateful to have, you know, be friends with her now and be connected because you know, it's crazy what one really awesome conversation can do, right? And it, I love seeing her grow and, and just what she's creating. So make sure you guys have even heard that one. Check it out. Number six is Grant Cardone, millionaire to billionaire, straight shooting and empire to success. Like I said, guys, this guy is a powerhouse. I discovered him a couple of years ago when I was in Australia. I read the 10X rule, his book. Then I read all, all his other, actually, I listened to them all in audio because his, his, he does them himself and it's super powerful. We, we dropped some heat. A lot of people loved Grant Cardone's episode. 
the guy is awesome. What can I say? You know, we had, we had just, we had a hell of a conversation. So number five is Ben Angel coming in. He had, he, he's awesome as well. We had a great conversation. Unstoppable with Ben Angel. He's, he went through a lot of different things. Like he, he went through depression. He went through all kinds of different things and he couldn't understand why he was, he thought he was doing the right things by eating right and, you know, doing all, taking all the personal development and stuff that he could do, but he still didn't feel good. And we got, we unpacked how sometimes it's more than that. Sometimes there's other things. So Ben's got a, Ben's got a book out now, Unstoppable. Make sure you check him out. He, we, like I said, he's, he's, yeah, he's killing it. And I really, really enjoyed that conversation. Coming in at number four, Aaron Alexander. He's also, this is guys, one of the smartest dudes I've ever talked to. He's been on the show twice now. He's from the Align podcast. He's got a new book called The Align Method. If you guys haven't checked it out, check it out. He's interviewed all the best of the best. What can I say? And it's an honor to be connected with him. He's a wicked dude, wicked smart, and hopefully be able to connect with him in person pretty, pretty soon. So if you haven't checked out the latest Aaron Alexander episode, it's episode 140. And yeah, make sure you check that out. Who we got next? Number three, my good friend, Cynthia Thurlow. So she, which was called the power of health and wellness. She had a Ted talk that about intermittent fasting that hit probably, I think it's almost at 4 million views now. She's awesome. She's killing it. She's had such a big year. We connected through, I was in Lewis Howe's mastermind group for a while and we connected. Yeah, she's, she's awesome. She's also got an, a, an awesome podcast called Everyday Wellness, which we worked together and I helped her with for a while. She's, she's awesome. And that's all I can say is, watching her grow and seeing the people that she's rubbing shoulders with and what she's going to be doing in the new year and all that is super, super exciting. So if you haven't checked out episode 66 with Cynthia Thurlow, check it out. Coming in at number two, episode 139 with Travis Fox. Jumpstarting and dream building, fulfillment and passion. Travis is, man, the guy's got so much energy. He's such a bright light. He's so inspiring and he's just, he's killing it. And I was really gravitated towards him because of his ability to simplify these things, talking about, you know, the heart and the mind and how the mind can get away, can kind of take you on a, a bit of a ride. And it's all about following your truth, which is your heart. And if you guys haven't heard that episode, check it out. He's great. And I'm excited to be, you know, connected with him and, you know, we'll see what happens in the near future. Lots more exciting stuff to come. So if you guys haven't checked out Travis, make sure you check him out. They're also going to be having the Unify event that Travis is a part of. It's going to be absolutely crazy. So if you're an entrepreneur, it's going to be in Vegas and you guys make sure to check that out. So if you want more details on that, check out that episode and hit Travis up as well. For the top episode of the year, it's going to be, you guys are going to be a little bit of a surprise, but I'm not at all because this was such a great, powerful conversation with such amazing information that a lot of people haven't heard about. And that is number one coming in, Dr. Paul Saladino, the carnivore MD. He's, he's wrote a book called The Carnivore Code that I believe has, it's coming out soon. This is all about the carnivore diet. I heard him on Ben Greenfield back in March, I think. And he was, he hadn't really been discovered yet. And I was like, fuck, I got to hit this guy up. This is crazy. I've never heard about this carnivore diet, none of this stuff. And I connected with him and the guy's growth this year has just been amazing. And he was kind enough to put me on and share my episode to his growing network 
I think he went from like 1,500 followers to like 60,000 in a very short period of time. It's because his stuff is just mind-blowing, right? And a lot of people are misunderstood about the meat industry, about eating animals. And I'm not going to get down to that, but there's a side to this thing that this guy knows. And he's, he has unpacked all of it. And if you guys see him, he's been on every single big show now since then. And now if I was going to try and connect with him, it would be very difficult. So I caught him at the right time and we got tons of listens for that one. So if you guys don't know Dr. Paul Saladino, make sure you go check him out, follow him. If you want to learn about what it is about the carnivore diet and learn a little bit more about organs and organ meats and eating um, from an ancestral point of view. A lot of people talk about this. I'm not saying you have to do one way or the other, but there's a lot of people that are talking about veganism and all that kind of stuff now. I think it's important to hear both sides and then you pick whatever you think is best. But it's cool when you can be educated on different topics from one side to the other. For me, it's very valuable. I'm not one way or the other. I just like to learn about shit and I like to have perspective. So if you want a really good perspective on the carnivore diet, on eating nose to tail, go check out Paul Saladino and listen to episode 50 and we dove in and it was great. So there we have it. So guys, U of A has been a big hit this year and we have some other, other mentions that I want to mention that didn't hit the top 10 and listens, but were also very, very important. I hope I, if I miss anybody, I'm just going to kind of breeze through a few that were like, you know, stuck out to me that I just wanted to write down and share with you. Honorable mentions go to Ronnie Turioff. If you guys don't know him, he's won a 2012 championship with the Miami Heat, played with LeBron James. If you haven't heard that, that was an amazing episode. Dean Graziosi, awesome episode. Didn't get as many listens as I thought, but still Dean is, is a powerhouse, guys. He's been around the industry for 15, 20 years. He's up there with Tony Robbins. He's partners with him. If you guys haven't heard that episode, make sure you check it out. Travis Chappell, doing amazing things in podcasting. Check him out. Drew Manning, fit to fat to fit. Also amazing guy. He's been around for a while. Check him out. Joe DeSena, the creator of the Spartan movement, the Spartan race, Spartacus, all that stuff. He's very inspirational dude. So if you haven't heard that one, go check it out. My good friend, Dr. Nicholas Jensen. He was an awesome guest as well. We dove deep. He's a really good friend of mine and we connected in a big way this year. Mark Lack was also a great episode. Dennis Yu and my man, Julian Guderlai, who I met at a Kundalini retreat this year, men's camp. We dove deep as well. If I didn't mention any of you guys, I love you all. I just, you know, I can't name everybody. Those were just off the top of my head who, who are some real favorites of mine this year. And I learned so much. So also I have Theo Fleury coming out in a few days. That is going to be mind boggling. It's not on the list yet, but growing up for me as a hockey player, I grew up in Edmonton, Alberta. Edmonton Oilers have always been my team. They still are. And he was kind of the arch rival he played for the Calgary Flames. He overcame so much adversity in his life. And you guys are going to go crazy when you hear the story. If you haven't already, it's going to be awesome. All my hockey family out there, you guys are going to love this episode. We jammed and that's coming out soon. So that's, that's a wrap for U of A this year. I wanted to just give you guys that little bit of insight, you know, in, 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 into like what happened this year. And I just wanted to also give you guys a couple tips this year. If you're st wanting to start a podcast, which I, you should have started yesterday. <laughs> if not, here's a tip. Here's number one. Although it's great to get big celebrities and big names, that's what we shoot for. It's great for social proof. It's great for street cred. 
it's all that, right? It looks great. And I've used it for leverage. The better guests you get, the next you can leverage it to get your next guest. But to grow your show, the best way that I, this is my personal opinion that I've seen is to get the people who are up and comers, the people who are like on their way up, you know, they may be successful, but they haven't used social media yet to the full extent. They haven't been on 50,000 podcasts and they want to share their story and they haven't been asked the same question a million times, right? You have to understand the people that are the high up and comers right now, although it's great to connect with them, it's super, super amazing. And I'm still as now where I'm at, I'm going to be going for the, the highest, you know, the highest people up there because the show's growing. And I believe that that's where it should be. But when you're starting out, don't get discouraged if you don't. Go for people that have a good sized network, that have a story or whatever niche you're in, but don't get wrapped up on, I got to get all these big names because that's going to grow my show. Yes, it will in your own network, but if they're not sharing it, that's the thing. If they're not sharing it, they're only, you're only, your network is going to see it. The, what I found to be interesting is that you, you want to connect with the people on the come up that will share your stuff. Okay. And that comes into my next point. Go for people that aside from share. So you want to go for people that are on the come up, right? That haven't been interviewed a bunch that are, that are, haven't really used their social media to the full extent. Do your research. But on the other thing you want to worry about is that you want to have content to give to those guests to share and you want it to be good, right? I look back at the year and look at what we started with and I go, oh man, how embarrassing. Why did we even use that? And although I'm grateful for that content in the beginning, we were all learning. My team at the time was learning. And it's funny when you look back at things that you did that you thought was amazing and then you go, oh shit. It's hard for me even to go back and listen to myself on the episodes, right? Just like anything, when you shoot a video or whatever, you, it makes you cringe when you look at it. But what you want to do is you want to have high quality content for these guys. And you want to be able to share them to share it because when they share it, they share with their audience. And although when you have a, you land a big guest, it's all, it's an honor just to have that guest be on there, right? You don't want to be like, Hey, do you mind sharing? I still do, but they're, they're on a different level. A lot of times, right? They're as far as being that famous, so to speak. So they're always on shows. So they're on like videos and like they do live episodes. So the chances of them sharing your stuff, unless it's really good, is slim. But you do get the opportunity once in a while where somebody will share it and it's amazing because it helps a lot, right? So if you, if you want to give your, set yourself up for success, so you want to have good quality content. So you want to make sure that you have somebody that can do that for you, right? So when you're starting the podcast, have a plan. Make sure that you have somebody that, that you make sure you have a consistent schedule and you stick to it. Make sure that you're lining up guests that are going to do you a favor and share those episodes, right? I like to think that having the mix of, of the up and comers with the famous and celebrities is the best way. And that's what's helped me. Some may argue differ, some don't. That's just for me. You want to be able to have them share the content, right? So make sure you have good content. Also be consistent. Don't get into this unless it's for the long term. Understand if you're doing it for a hobby, great. But like, have a plan. If you're going to do it once a week, do it once a week. If you're going to do it two times a week, do it two times a week. If you're doing it three, do it three. I started out with two and then I upped it to three. I mean, if you up, your, up it from two to three or whatever it is, that's great. But understand that you need to do this for a while. People, get, people won't start to chime in until they see consistency. 
So if you want to do this and actually have success, yes, there's a lot of podcasts, but a lot of them aren't active and a lot of them don't show up consistently. They don't have the content. They don't have the authority. So you want to have a plan just like anything. If you want to do it for a hobby, great, do it for a hobby, but don't expect things to grow and don't get disappointed and talk shit and say the market's saturated because the market's not saturated. It's not at all. There's not even 1 million podcasts yet. Well, there, I'm not sure the exact stat, but I've said this before. There's not even 1 million yet and there's, there's 500 million YouTube channels, okay? That's the perspective that we're thinking, that we're looking at here, okay? So think about this as well. Think about some of those, most of those podcasts, well, I don't know about most, but a good chunk of those 700 to a million aren't even active. So understand that we're still in the game where you can dominate this industry. And that's what I've told myself. I'm like, fuck what everybody else is doing. I want to know what everybody's doing, but I'm going to focus on what I'm doing. Even though when I started, it seemed like the craziest thing. You have to just understand where you're at and where you want to go. And the people around you will do their thing, but don't get discouraged. If you want podcasting to take off, be realistic and have a plan. Have a team that's going to make sure your shit is edited. Okay, make sure everything is edited cleanly on a you know, and that you show up consistently and make sure that you have content for these people. You want to have a runway for yourself. Not only can you repurpose things for yourself, you want them, you want to give them the option. Now, however you want to do that, some people charge people for the content. That's fine. However you want to do that, just make sure there's some way that the content can get shared from their end. And I really believe that I've noticed this year that the people that have shared mine have been the biggest episodes, right? And that's just the name of the game, right? So that's what I've learned. And obviously, the more episodes you put out, the more you show up, the more people are going to see you and kind of grow towards and get to know you, right? And not everybody's going to love you. And don't try and please everybody, right? So yeah, so guys, podcasting has been epic. And I talked about this in episode 100 as well. But it's been really mind-boggling. And to pivot now into like why podcasting for me has turned into what it is. I've created a business out of it. Okay. And I started out, I'll give you guys a bit of a story about how this all started and what my intention was in the first place. My intention wasn't to go into podcasting as a business. I wanted to do this to help me with my direct selling business and build authority in that community online because I was challenged with Facebook and trying to compete. Now I plan on still having that back in my life and using the leverage that I've created to open that up as well. But for right now, I've seen in my own heart, forgive me if, you, if I've talked about this before, but I want to just reiterate the opportunity in podcasting and how much it's helped me and how much I want to help people bring it to life. Now, I, I started out this year with different business partners. Things went sour. <laughs> if you guys understood how, how much how many, uh, it, it was, it's been an absolute shit show for a long time in the beginning. Okay. We did our best, but mistakes with clients, clients getting pissed off. It was, it was really hard. And when you're trying to go out on your own with a team, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. There's no one's taking the lead. Everybody's kind of just blame take everyone else is supposed to do stuff. I realized I wasn't taking ownership. Right. So that went sour and that relationship went sour. And what I wanted wasn't what they wanted. So we, we parted ways, you know, it's, it's okay. I learned a lot. Did I come up in the end with the short end of the stick? I did, but that's okay. Because 
I still had the, the knowledge and the current clients. Okay. The current clients, but for, for them listening now, what was hard was like when you make that many mistakes in the beginning and you're trying to play catch up all the time and, and trying to, you know, make up for the past, it's really hard to move forward. So I really, after that, after that failed, that partnership, I sat back and I thought, okay, how am I going to do this? Because I knew that I wanted podcasting to be what I'm doing as a business. I wanted to give people the opportunity. I want to be able to help take away the stress, be able to amplify your brand through podcasting. I go out on a ton of LinkedIn calls. I talk to people. What is the reason you don't have one? Do you want a podcast? Do you not? The reason is people don't have the time and they don't want to learn the new stuff. So I thought, okay, I'm going to create this business out of this. So when that first business failed, I thought I'm still going to do this. So I got in, it was just me and a couple of my, my assistants that have me virtual assistants that were helping me out. It's been, it's been a journey, but then I decided to go back to the drawing board and start over, start it from scratch again. All you can do is go back to the drawing board. I said, what do I need to do to make this work? Brought in people that can help me create this. I realized we lacked systems. I realized we lacked organization. I realized we lacked communication. I realized we lacked management, all this stuff. So for me, I realized that I needed to invest in this stuff in order to make this shit happen. And we did. I have an amazing team now that is growing. And now because we've leveled up, now we're getting opportunities that align with that level of energy because we can handle it. The universe meets you where you're at, whether you believe it or not. If you aren't ready for something, you're not going to get it. You have to be at the level that you want to be at for that next level to hit. And I believe now the opportunities that we have coming in the new year is amazing. I'm going to get more into that later on, guys. I'm not going to get too much into the specifics. But with podcasting, I want to be able to provide the best white glove service that is out there. I want to be able to meet you wherever you're at on your journey of podcasting, whether it's starting a show from scratch. I want to help you along the way, manage it, produce it, create marketing content for you. Great. If it's, you already have a show and you want to just revamp, you want us to manage it, you have your own stuff, whatever. I want to be able to take existing podcasts or create new ones wherever you're at on that journey. We want to help you. We want to help provide that for you. That is, that is what we want to create so that people don't feel that podcasting is going to be a burden for the business. We want to help you amplify your message without all the work. We want to have all the fun with all the little work. And as I've seen, most people don't start this stuff because they feel that there's, there's going to be some crazy amount of work and they, their team's busy or whatever it may be. So I want you guys listening out there. And I'm not trying to plug myself into this episode. I just feel it's relevant right now to understand that if you're on that journey and you want to start a show or you have a show or you want some clarity or you want somebody to manage it, whatever you're at, hit me up. Let's chat. Let's see where you're at. And I can point you in the direction of where I think you could go. Or if somebody else can help you better, I'll do that also. So super excited. So grateful for my team. So grateful for where we're going. Partnerships coming up. 2020 is going to be massive, you guys. And I'm just so grateful that the year is ending like this. I've got, had so many ups and downs this year, but I feel that if, if you had to have like a balance of good and bad, I feel like I came out on top of it and I learned a ton. So I hope you guys did too. Thank you for being part of this journey with me. U of A is going to do amazing things in the next year. Keep your eyes open. We're going to keep evolving. If you guys have any 
any listeners out there have any tips or anything you want to hear more about, hit me up. Let me know. I'm always open to listen to this. Screenshot this episode if you got any value. And if you have any questions about podcasts, you want to start, you want to learn more about what we do as a company with Mike Up Podcasts, hit me up, DM me on Instagram, email me. I'll be happy to have a chat and go from there. I love you guys. Have an amazing 2020. Thank you for a beautiful 2019. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Have an amazing year. God bless. You just finished another class at the University of Adversity. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tune in again next time for more life lessons with Lance ECOs.